Thanks for joining us here at AG Kolkata. We are the church for the open arms and we serve in the city of joy, Kolkata. It is our desire to reach out to those in need and to be instruments of effective change in a hurting world. If you like to learn more about us, you can simply go to www.agkolkata.org. We hope that you'll enjoy today's message. Welcome to the world of the mind. Can you tell your neighbor mind? Traditionally, scientists have tried to define the mind as a product of the brain activity. Uh, another definition, the brain is the physical substance. You can see this is not the language I usually speak. This is actually from Google, Wikipedia. Uh, the mind is a conscious product of those firing neurons. Uh, growing evidence, of course, shows that the mind goes far beyond the physical workings of your brain. Our mind is constantly doing a lot of stuff. It's doing right now. Idolating, creating thoughts. You're having self-talks. You're wondering, why is he wearing this uh, jacket? It's probably a little warm. Uh, all kinds of thoughts are going through our mind right now. When we turn to the Bible, we discover the Bible does talk a lot about our mind. The Bible specifically talks about the whole dilemma of our title for today. When I cannot mind my mind. There's an interesting song written probably decades ago by Petra which captures the essence of this untamed empire. You know what the title of the song? Computer Brains. Are you ready to hear the song? Let's take a few moments. Just We want to put some earplugs. Uh, but this is how the song goes like. Screen and- 
Wow. If you want to hear the song again, just go to YouTube, Computer Brains Petra. Uh, you'll get that song. Well-known author, Dr. Neil Anderson, captures from the scriptures the wide range of thoughts that run to our minds every single second. It's possible from the time we woke up this morning, one of these thoughts flashed across your mind today. Blasphemous thoughts, condemning thoughts, confusing thoughts, fearful thoughts, prideful thoughts, lying thoughts, obsessive thoughts, negative thoughts, jealous thoughts, thoughts of guilt and shame, suicidal thoughts, legalistic thoughts, religious thoughts, thoughts of regret, angry thoughts, thoughts of loneliness. This year's theme is year of louder year of giving even before we can give anything to god's kingdom in terms of our time or talent or treasures god is inviting us today to give to surrender our thoughts to god what do we do when we cannot mind our mind have you ever had anyone telling you are you out of your mind uh have you ever looked at the mirror yourself and said, are you out of your mind? What do we do when we cannot mind our mind? How do we handle our thoughts? Entire range of studies, would you believe it, in universities, entire college level programs are dedicated to understand what to do to handle our thoughts. Would you believe it? Books are written. I mean, wide range of books. Look at the books written, TED Talks done, movies made. What is all the purpose of this? To understand the power of the mind. Unfortunately, in spite of all that is written, talks made, movies done, we do not seem to have an answer. In 2023, to this one question, how do I mind my mind? Would you believe it in the 21st century with all that we are able to do, we cannot seem to figure out our hearts and emotions and minds. According to the World Health Organization report in 2022, India has the highest number of depressed individuals in the whole world. That means one out of three individuals in India, one third, suffers from depression. Isn't it crazy we have figured out how to track a person on a lonely street in Timbuktu and do a surgical attack on him if necessary. But we cannot seem to figure out how to handle a negative thought that flashes across our mind. Irony of our times. Because we cannot mind our mind, we end up with thoughts that can destroy us and the world that we live in. We explore and entertain all kinds of thoughts right through the day. Would you believe it? The kinds of thoughts that go through our mind. It's, it's wonderful that these thoughts just stay there. It doesn't print out. Monday mornings in the office corridor, some colleagues without opening their mouth have had some interesting thoughts. I'm just giving you a sample of some of them. One of those thoughts, I am not saying I hate you. What I'm saying is that you're literally the Monday of my life. The college canteen can be even worse. Thoughts, not even words. Unless your name is Google, stop acting like you know everything. 
meeting your worst enemy can have other thoughts. All these are thoughts, not even words. My silence doesn't mean I agree with you. It's that's that your level of ignorance has rendered me speechless. Sitting across your spouse in a coffee shop can have an interesting thought. Not even words. These are just thoughts. I love being married. It's so great to find that one special person you want to annoy for the rest of your life. Worse is sitting alone and allowing thoughts to take over your mind. Thoughts like, I cannot handle life anymore. I feel like giving up. This job is killing me. Either I need to kill someone or quit this job. Thoughts like, nobody loves me anymore. My neighbors are irritating me. Unless they stop irritating me, I will have to start messing up with their lives. Who does she think she is? Either she learns to behave or I will put her in place. What do you do when you cannot mind your mind? How do I surrender my thoughts to God? I'm inviting you today to discover four keys on how do we surrender our thoughts to God. Are you ready for this? Romans chapter 8 verse 5 and 6. Powerful words right in the heart of scripture which talks about our minds. Romans 8, 5 and 6. I pray that we are able to memorize this verse. The Bible tells us, those, if you want to read it with me, go ahead. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature, think about sinful things. Can you repeat that again? Think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit, think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. Isn't that powerful? Let's personalize it for ourselves. I want us to repeat it again, but personalize it. If I, that's Jacob Matthew, put your name there. If I am dominated by the sinful nature, I think about sinful things. But if I am controlled by the Holy Spirit, I think about things that please the Spirit. So letting my sinful nature control my mind leads to death. But letting the spirit control my mind leads to life and peace. The question I have for us today is, who is dominating you or controlling your mind? Whoever controls my mind decides what I think. If your response is, Pastor... I have no control over who is in control of my mind. And I have no control over what I think. Well, that's not true. I'm reminded of the story of a father and a son. Early one morning, son is getting ready to step out. The father tells the son, son, don't swim in that canal today. The son answered, okay, dad. But later in the evening, he comes back with a wet bathing suit that evening. Father demanded, where have you been? The son said, swimming in the canal. Father said, didn't I tell you not to swim there? Yes, sir, answered the boy. Why did you? He asked. 
Well, dad, I had my bathing suit with me and I couldn't resist the temptation. Father said, why did you take your bathing suit with you? Son replied, so I would be prepared to swim in case I was tempted. Some people fall into temptation, but great many make plans for disaster ahead of time. How do you mind your mind? How do we surrender our thoughts to God? First word I want you to remember is the word let. Everyone say let. Let the spirit control my mind. Can you tell that to your neighbor? Let the spirit control my mind. Who you allow to control your mind will decide the destination of your life. If you let your sinful nature to control your mind, your destination is death. If you let the Holy Spirit to control your mind, your destination is life and peace. Who you let in will lead your life. Amen? Paul continues this conversation in Galatians 5. The Bible tells us, Paul says, when you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility. It keeps going on and on. But then it says, but the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. A very familiar illustration. Story about much before there was refrigerators. People used ice houses to preserve their food. Ice houses had thick walls. No windows and a thickly fitted door. In winter, when streams and lakes were frozen, a large blocks of ice were cut, hauled to the ice houses and covered with sawdust. Often the ice would last well into the summer. One man one day lost a very valuable watch while working in an ice house. He searched diligently for it, carefully raking through the sawdust, but he couldn't find his watch. His, all his fellow workers started looking for it. They searched for several hours. They couldn't find it. Finally, a small boy who heard about this fruitless search for this watch slipped into the ice house during the noon hour. And he came out very soon with the watch. What did he do? Amazed, the men asked, how did you do it? The boy replied, I closed the door. I lay down in the sawdust. And kept very still. Soon I heard the watch ticking. Are you letting the spirit of God lead your thoughts? Are you so sensitive to hear the ticking of the voice of the Holy Spirit? Are you listening to the spirit of God more than any other voice in your life? Let the spirit control your mind. Secondly, I want you to turn your Bible with me to Colossians 3, 1 to 4. Colossians 3, 1 to 4. The Bible tells us, Therefore, if you have been raised with Christ, keep seeking the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Let's read the next part together. Set your minds on the things that are above not on the things that are on earth. For you have died.
died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life is revealed, then you also will be revealed with him in glory. My friends, we are invited to lift our minds and hearts and to be focused on Jesus Christ. Lift our minds and hearts on things above and not on earthly things. The reason we are doing this is because Paul says we are raised with Christ to a new life. The reason we are doing this, Paul says a bigger reason is we should not lose sight and focus on who is seated on the right hand of the father is Jesus himself. What Paul wanted to let us know is when Jesus is the supreme obsession of our minds and hearts, our thoughts are streamlined to be like Jesus. Amen. How do you mind your mind? How do you surrender our thoughts to God? Second word I want you to remember is the word lift. First word was let. Second word is lift. Can you tell your neighbor lift? Lift your mind to focus on Jesus. Lift my mind to focus on Jesus. Jesus Christ is supreme over all. It is important that all of us right here know who this Jesus is. No wonder Paul wanted the Colossians church to know who is this Jesus. In Colossians 1, 15 to 18, the Bible tells us we look at the Son. And see God who cannot be seen. We look at the sun and see God's original purpose in everything he created. For everything, absolutely everything above and below, visible and invisible, rank after rank of angels. Everything got started in him and finds his purpose in him. He was there before any of it came into existence. And the last phrase is so powerful. Jesus holds it all together. Right up to this very moment. Therefore my dear friends. Since Jesus holds it all together. And he rules over all. What do we do? We lift our minds and hearts. To where Christ is. And we let him rule over our minds and hearts. When we lift our minds to focus on Jesus. You know what happens? We seek the mind of Christ above all else. As someone eloquently stated in a powerful quote, I want you to remember this. Let the mind of the master be the master of your mind. Amen. Can you tell that to your neighbor? Let the mind of the master be the master of your mind. When what Jesus wants to do, whatever is on his mind, it becomes your driving passion. That's only possible when we choose to know his word and his will for our lives. Lift your minds to focus on Jesus. I want you to turn your Bible with me to 2 Corinthians 10 verse 3 to 6. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 3 to 6. I want you to listen to this passage carefully. For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. 
and we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once your obedience is complete now this is a very interesting passage that paul is writing to the corinthian church what is he writing about he is writing in the context of defending his calling as an apostle what's happening to paul there are many accusations many comments made against paul and the and his, the gospel there are arguments ideas negative thoughts that are meant to weaken paul and his team thoughts to discourage god's servants and stop them from serving god faithfully i wonder as a follower of christ do you face those moments you want to serve god faithfully you want to make a difference for his kingdom but there are people who oppose you is is it happens only to paul or to us also can i see your hands if it happens yes people who hurt you people who abuse you and forget about publicly what's said but alone in your own room as a believer as a leader you have discouraging thoughts you have thoughts you know what next time i meet that person i will do this thoughts of revenge you have thoughts of bitterness sometimes sitting alone in the house even you have thoughts of war you don't need a you don't need machine gun you don't need bomb but you have thoughts of war and it is in this context paul is writing these powerful words and i want i'm going to read it again to you but i'm going to read it in the message translation listen to this very carefully the world is unprincipled it's a dog eat dog out there the world doesn't fight fair but we don't live or fight our battles that way never have and never will the tools of our trade aren't for marketing or manipulation but they are for demolishing that entirely massively corrupt culture we use our powerful god tools for smashing warped philosophies tearing down barriers erected against the truth of god fitting every loose thought and emotion and impulse into the structure of life shaped by christ our tools are ready at hand for clearing the ground of every obstruction and building lives of obedience into maturity how do you mind your mind how do we surrender our thoughts to god what is the first word let the spirit control my mind second word lift lift your mind to focus on jesus third third word i want to remember is the word lock everyone say lock lock every thought to obey christ lock every thought to obey christ this step that paul is inviting us is a, st- a bold act of passionate prayer prayer do you know it has supernatural power to destroy every argument and idea and even thoughts of others isn't that cool no you don't need to do any social media post for this no social media post needed no tweet no surgical attack no fake news needed all that you need to do is to get on your knees and pray god is able to silence and shut up every argument and thought and able to lock every thought to the obedience of christ isn't that powerful my dear friends when you and i walk in submission to god's will your prayer has the power to change people you know what when daniel daniel chapter 6 he was on his knees 
in prayer it did not just shut up the lines it changed the king's mind amen this step is not just a bold act of passionate prayer what paul is inviting you is on a decisive and intentional choice where we make to control every negative thought we experience what is paul inviting us to do listen to this carefully we take captive every thought to make it obedient to christ amen and regardless of the depth of the most destructive and painful thoughts that we experience we lock up every thought to obey the way of christ regardless of the depth of the discouragement we are facing we make a choice to lock up every thought to obey christ how many of you locked your house when you left in the morning i hope you did okay uh, i have here with me a lock and a key okay this a simple lock and key uh, imagine with me if this is the lock of your house okay is that okay with you every time you step out of your house what do you do you lock up the house and leave once the house is locked up the key is with you in your pocket unless you give the key to somebody or you open it yourself that house remains locked isn't that true this is my encouragement to you this morning it's time to lock up your mind's house and hand over the keys to jesus amen let his words and words and ways shape your thoughts amen lock every thought to obey christ amen finally i want us to look at matthew chapter 22 verse 36 to 38 the bible tells us the someone asking jesus teacher which is the most important commandment in the law of moses and all of us know what did jesus replied let's read it together you must love your god with all your heart all your soul and i want to say this loudly and all your mind this is the first and greatest commandment second is equally important love your neighbor as yourself how do you mind your mind how do we surrender our thoughts to god first is the word let let the spirit control my mind second is lift my mind to focus on jesus third is lock every thought to obey christ fourth word i want you to remember is the word love love the lord with all my mind amen my dear friends this is and this is very important i want you to listen to this carefully this is the core of what it means to surrender our mind to god now when we think of surrender what does surrender mean we give up so when we surrender our thoughts listen to me carefully it doesn't mean that we give up thinking said okay. so, i gave over all thinking when we surrender our thoughts it doesn't mean we let god do all the thinking and we can live lazy lethargic lives devoid of any creativity and planning john piper in his book think he made these words powerful words listen to this carefully thinking isn't an enemy of feeling 
or an obstacle to love. God gave us minds not to stifle affection, but to cultivate deep, mature, godly affections. Focusing on the life of the mind helps us to know God better, love Him more, and care for the world. Amen. When we love the Lord with all our minds, we cherish and guard our minds. We feed our mind with godliness. We give great focus to ensure our minds bloom with thoughts and ideas that will change our world. I want you to listen to this very carefully. There is another battle happening in 2023. It's not the Ukraine war. It's not a nuclear war. It's not about a virus. It's not about people. It's not even extraplanetary things. You know what's the battle in 2023? The battle in 2023 is for your and my creativity. A battle for activating the fullest potential of your mind and my mind. You know what? When all of us were born some years ago, or a few years ago, we were given a high dosage of creativity. Do you know that? Our God-given minds is capable of high levels of creativity. But somehow after we were born, that creativity started to leak. On the surface, it, surface it seems very uncomplicated and simple. But every day your creativity and my creativity is under threat. It's under attack. This attack happens in the strangest of ways. It happens in the most awkward of places. So I want you to imagine with me, I'm sitting down with a coffee in hand. And how many of us drink tea, coffee, chai, all of that? Yeah. I'm sitting with a coffee in hand and nothing else to do. My mind is ready to explore and experience new thoughts that God wants to give me. But you know what happens? Unfortunately, my finger twitches for my cell phone. Because sitting and doing nothing cannot be. So you take this out, switch on the data and countless notifications pop in. Do you love that moment when you have countless notifications? You feel you're important. People want to tell you some things. But you know what happens the moment you do that? You lost your moment of solitude and you lost that moment of creativity. Another example, I'm standing in a very long line with nothing else to do. Auto line, it can be a wide range of lines. My mind is ready to feed on everything God wants to share with me. Unfortunately, once again, I take out my phone, scroll down my social media feed. I lost my moment of doing nothing and lost the moment of creativity. For some of you college students, you're supposed to write a college assignment or write an article for the college magazine. Instead of thinking and asking God to help you explore the wide possibilities of what God wants to help you with, you know what you do? You turn on to chat GBT. Chat GBT, all of us know, the latest trending app. And you lost that moment of creativity. There is a battle, my dear friends, in 2023 for your creativity and my creativity. We lose the battle to love the Lord with all our mind. How do I win this battle? How do I live out loving the Lord with all my mind? Listen to me carefully. Never forget the power of doing nothing. 
you know what? We have reached a stage where we feel that if we are doing nothing, we are lazy and unproductive and unprofessional. But it's in those moments of doing nothing, when you're standing in line, sipping a coffee or waiting for someone or taking a stroll, you have the greatest moments of creativity. Ideas flow in, plans pop out. There is a eureka moment. Crazy things happen when we are doing nothing. It usually happens to me when I'm doing nothing, thinking, I'm looking, suddenly I'm looking for a pen and a paper to write down. Sometimes I'm, I find a tissue paper, right? Or a tissue paper. I find nothing, I'm scribbling on my hand. Uh, but we mostly lose this battle because we have forgotten the grand privilege of doing nothing and developing something great. I want you to listen to this based on a survey conducted by creativity expert Scott Kaufman. This is what he said. He examined people from eight countries. He found that 72% reported that they had a creative breakthrough while they were in the shower. Taking a bath, they had a breakthrough. How did it happen? 72%. Why? No mobile. No pen, no distraction. They were just having a bath. Um, and that's where the breakthrough happens. Don't replace the moments of inaction with the distracting activities like flipping TV channels, scanning TikTok, YouTube videos. These very moments could be the moments where God is inviting you to love the Lord with all your mind. How to love the Lord with all your mind? Never forget the power of doing nothing. But very importantly, this is a second important aspect. Never forget the power of reading God's word. When you surrender your thoughts to God, you invite God's thoughts to fill you. You read God's word. You reflect on God's word. You memorize God's word. Every negative thought that you and I are faced with finds a response in God's word. That's why last week, Pastor Cynthia, Pastor Philip preached a powerful message on how to study God's word. My dear friends, this morning as I close, I'll have the worship team to come up. My question to you is, how do I mind my mind? Let the spirit control my mind. Can you repeat that with me? Let the spirit control my mind. Secondly, Lift my mind to focus on Jesus. Thirdly, lock every thought to obey Christ. Finally, love the Lord with all my mind. As we, as we close, I'm going to challenge you this morning. And as I was praying and asking the Lord on what you want us to do from this word. This is what I sense this morning is happening to some of us. Some of us are crippled by the thoughts which has controlled us for many years. Some of you right here, right now, you have thoughts of death. And that thoughts of death have crippled you. You fear you are going to die soon. Thoughts of fear of events happening in your life has crippled you from taking any worthwhile choice. Some of you are seated here with thoughts of revenge against people. Those very thoughts is eating you up. You have been unable to worship God or do anything for God because these thoughts have controlled you. 
you have been unable to some of you have been unable to move forward with your career or any profession because these thoughts have paralyzed you from taking a step forward this morning i want to let you know god wants to set you free today amen you are no longer a victim of your thoughts you are god's child amen and god has beautiful thoughts for you my dear friends i want to let us know this morning jesus died on the cross to set you free from fear death and every bondage jesus is here to set you free thanks for listening to this message from ag kolkata we hope you would stay connected by following us online you can find us on facebook twitter and instagram by using @agckolkata We would love to know how this message has touched your life. Please take a moment to share your story by emailing us at stories@agkolkata.org. At Hope you have a great week ahead.